Howdy folks, this is Rich Matheson, creator of Keats Quest, and this is Campfire Storytime 3, even though the campfire was destroyed in the last episode. So I'm not really sure how that's going to fit into canon, but I'm still going to call these Campfire Storytimes because there's always a campfire. And I apologize in advance for the uh, sound quality of this particular episode. Um, I, <laughs> I recently did a little bit of redecorating in my recording studio, which is essentially my bedroom, and um, the acoustics here suck uh, prodigious amounts of ass. I constructed, I, I fashioned a recording box, which is basically uh, a drawer stuffed with memory foam, and I shoved my microphone in it, and that's gotten rid of some of the echo, but it seems a little muffled. I gotta play around with this a little bit more, but eventually it will hopefully become recording recordable quality <laughs> or whatever I'm gonna keep making these and um, and and I hope I keep making you guys happy and I don't know if it's possible to make you guys as happy as you've made me but um, I'm certainly gonna try as far as scheduling I, I know you guys are impatient for these things my personal life of late has uh, kind of taken a hit and um, episodes will be coming they're going to be well they, they've been about you know except for the first two they've been about a month apart and you can probably expect that kind of schedule henceforth it takes a while to get one of these things going and generally i can i can get one done you know in an evening usually that's that's going to change but i'm hoping to be able to get one of these out a month think of it like a comic book i mean you spend a buck 50 on a comic book you spend 10 minutes reading the damn thing and you're screwed for another month and then it's going to be like this except it's free and there's no pretty pictures i apologize in advance and i thank you in advance for your uh, understanding there but it's just you know it's a hobby and uh real life happens but i'm still going to keep making them so so don't don't worry about that the reviews i've been getting lately have you know every once in a while i'll check itunes because i'm nosy and I want to look at my reviews, and uh, some of them have really hit me hard. Let me look in here. Okay, uh, Hazebert1977, big shout out to you. He mentioned me in the same paragraph as H. John Benjamin and Billy West, and that is such an incredible honor. I, I really appreciate that. I, I, you know, you kind of sometimes are at a loss for words, and I frankly don't know what to say. Dude, I, I really appreciate you saying that's a tremendous honor to be mentioned in the same freaking book as those names. I don't I don't see it, but I, I it means a lot to me that, that you said that, and I, and I really appreciate that. And I'm kind of going backwards in, in order of where I've gotten them. Martin Meadows. He says I should be very proud of this podcast. And I never thought this would happen, but I, I am. <laughs> I really am proud of it. I'm, I, I can't believe it's it's taken off the way it has. And um, I have all you guys to thank for it. Spreading the word and, and listening and, and sending in these really positive reviews. I really appreciate it. And you know, all of you guys are, are saying so many really wonderful things about this this thing that just started out as, as me doing something for fun. And the fact that I'm entertaining this many people blows my mind. 
TLH.89. All Skyrim players must listen to this podcast. And you guys are thanking me <laughs> for this. I, I keep saying thank you, thank you, thank you. And you guys, thank you. Um, it's the reaction that I've gotten from this thing has been so overwhelmingly positive. And, and it really means a lot to me that you guys are enjoying this crap and I'm just coming up with off the top of my head. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. And turn your friends onto it and um, let them listen to it. It, it really it really touches me when, when you guys when you take the time to write something out about it and, and so positive and so encouraging I can't tell you how much that means to me and I know I every damn campfire story time I'm oh thank you so much but it, it, it really means a lot and you know when I wake up in the morning and see a new review it's better than a cup of coffee man let me tell you you know I started this thing this whole hobby of podcasting started as you know as being a fan and I was out on the web looking for Star Trek stuff and I found this thing called Star Trek Lost Frontier which is a production done by uh, a group I'm working with called Darker Projects and um, it's a, a Star Trek story and I'm a, I'm a big Trekkie I don't know if I've mentioned I probably haven't mentioned this but I'm a, I'm a humongous Trekkie and a sci-fi geek in general and I haven't done nearly as many Star Trek references as I should but I thought I should probably back it off a bit because you know Star Trek isn't really as mainstream as Star Wars, so all the Empire Strikes Back references, you know, people get that. So anyways, I, I, I found this thing, and it was an audio drama, and I remember, you know, from my childhood, my grandparents had old cassette tapes of, like, The Shadow and The Lone Ranger and stuff like that, and I'd listen to them, and it was, and it was cool, you know, back then, we're talking, like, the 70s. And um, so I listened to the Star Trek thing, and I enjoyed it. And so I, I hooked up with the group and I said, you know what, I, I've always been interested in voice acting and, and writing scripts and stuff like that. So they, um, I, I got on board with them and uh, they needed mixers, people to do mixing. And this was something I had absolutely no interest whatsoever in doing. But I, I figured it was like, I had a friend who worked at Costco and the first couple months he worked there, he was the guy that went out and got all the shopping carts out of the parking lot and dragged him into the store. He did that for a couple months and it was like his hazing initiation thing before he got into, you know, selling computers and stuff like that. So I figured this was a lot the same thing. Well, I'll just learn to mix, I'll do my time and then maybe they'll let me act. So I said, oh, what the hell, I'll try this. And it was a bitch to learn, let me tell you. But it it's, as a hobby, it is really, really rewarding and it's a hell of a lot of fun to do. So this Keeg's Quest has been like a big gangbang of all the things that I love to do <laughs> all mashed up together. I like writing, I like acting, I like the mixing. This whole thing has just been incredibly fun. And the fact that everyone loves it is just like total icing, like the bitchinest icing of them all. So anyway, I've done some mixing over at Darker Projects. Um, I'm actually hopefully going to start mixing the Star Trek show that got me started on the whole thing. So that's kind of a full circle thing. They've got a fairly slow turnaround rate there. Um, you know, everyone's got real lives and everyone's got stuff they've got to do, but I'm still I'm still going to be making them. I know I keep saying that. It'll just be a little bit longer in between episodes. But hopefully we'll, we'll get that picked up this year. Uh, God, Happy New Year, everyone. It's actually, I'm recording this on New Year's Day. And uh, I, I can't believe it didn't start off with that. But uh, Happy New Year 2012. Some suspect it may be the last year. So let's, you know, go out with a bang.
God, that's kind of morbid. Anyway, if you're if you're interested in this, um, in in podcasting and actually doing it, the mixing is the key thing, and it's it makes you it makes you listen to the world differently. You know, sometimes you'll be in an environment like a restaurant or or you know a train. I've never been to a train station, but just as an example, and you just kind of close your eyes and you hear what's going on, and you notice things that that you really wouldn't have thought about before and I know that I I haven't really gotten into hardcore environments in Geek's Quest yet I'm hoping to one little plot detail I noticed in my car and I'm gonna be trying to incorporate that later Um, it could be stupid it could be funny I don't know well we'll see but mixing really is is fun and creating an environment like that that you can just kinda close your eyes and imagine the stuff going on that's that's kinda what I'm aiming for and I, I know I haven't really gotten there yet um, but I try to get a little bit closer every time. The uh, <laughs> the footsteps in the last episode, barefoot walking across the cell, that was me in my garage. And it was about 30 degrees outside. My feet were freezing. <laughs> I'm just running back and forth in the garage. I probably looked like an idiot, but luckily it was. And, and then, of course, the neighbors across the street. I've got some kind of um, white trash neighbors across the street. And it was like midnight one in the morning and this big old freaking old you know el camino pulls up with bad mufflers and they're like you you you're my baby daddy and blah 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 and all this crap I'm like guys oh, shut up i just need to record 30 seconds of footsteps not even that 15 seconds of footsteps and this is the time that you choose to have a fight with your baby daddy i mean just shut the fuck up so that's challenging it's it's the challenge of the artist really one of the myriad challenges we face as artists. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm referring to myself in that. No, I'm not getting snobby. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to remain down to earth about this. I am an award winner. I, uh, the um, From Page to Screen podcast just named me uh, kind of an honorable mention audio drama podcast that people should listen to. So hopefully if, if you're... If you're joining us by way of From Page to Screen, welcome. And thank you, Harold, for giving me the shout-out on your podcast. Um, Harold's podcast, Harold and Ben, and I'm sorry, I don't know the third guy. But they do uh, movie reviews, book reviews, TV show, you know, reviews of stuff. And they kind of give you a yay or nay, or should you wait for DVD, or are you going to watch this? And they're just bantering about stuff. So I, I listened to that for three hours today when I was cleaning <laughs> So uh, we had some fun together. That was fun. I'm actually um, hoping to do a guest shot on their show. Harold asked me if I wanted to sit down on Skype and chat with him about Skyrim and stuff like that. And I'm hoping to find the time to do that um, at some point. It's weird. I'm I'm kind of in an on-call situation. So at any moment, you know, the phone could ring and, oh, God, and I got to rush off and, and go ply my trade. So that's what makes recording kind of difficult. I'm going to have to, instead of just quaffing back a two-liter of Mountain Dew and just banging it out in an evening, it, it might take a week to actually get all the recording done. In the last episode, um, let me know if you noticed a difference, uh, but I actually wrote a physical script for episode four, and I found it streamlined the process a bit more. The first three literally were all ad-libbed. I mean, I just basically me talking to myself in different voices and making it into a conversation with the magic of technology 
The fourth one was actually scripted. There are a little bit of ad-libs here and there, but it, that, that seemed to work. And of course that takes more time, but script writing is easy. I could do that anywhere. I could do it on my phone. Okay, what else? Okay, the new website. I am in the midst of building a KeyQuest website. I've got some of the design elements worked out. I'm a, in real life, I'm a web designer. I'm an unemployed web designer, among a lot of other things, but I'm kind of a <laughs> renaissance kind of guy. Do a lot of crap, not much of it really awesomely well, but I'm going to be taking an HTML5 class this year, and so I'm hoping to put off... God, that could take months. But I was considering putting off the development of the website until that class is over. It's probably not going to happen that way. I'm probably just going to knock it out on crappy old school HTML and then modify it as it goes on. Not a lot of you know this, uh, but I've actually made faces for all of the characters in Keys Quest. I actually went through, took me a few hours, and I went through the entire first scene of Skyrim and I generated every character in the show thus far and I made faces, I actually made a desktop background. If anyone's interested, email me, I'll send it to you. Uh, but you'll get to see, you'll get to see all the faces that are talking and, and what they ostensibly look like in quote real life. That was a lot of fun and uh, and those, those faces will be on the website on the individual character pages. I have no idea when that'll be done. That's, you know, Honestly, between making a website about the podcast and making an episode of the podcast, I absolutely choose the latter. I'd rather make more episodes for you than talk about it. So, uh, which kind of makes this entire process that you and I are enjoying together um, kind of moot. I, I could be writing a script right now, but I'm not. I'm chatting with my homies. I don't know if I'm going to make this an official section of the um campfire story times but I'm thinking about a section called like Skyrim woes or that's w-o-e-s or you know lamentations of a Skyrim player I've been playing obviously fairly non-stop since the game came out as have you I'm sure and some things just bother me and it's some of the things that bother me will be making their way into episodes um I'm working on my Ulfric Stormcloak voice because he's going to play a part, I think, in a future episode. Uh, we haven't even gotten to the actual first scene of Skyrim yet. We're still building up to that. And the explanation of that was, you know, in episode three, he said you're going to be executed in Sun's Dusk. Well, when I started playing the game, it was Last Seed. So we've got like a nine month space in between that episode and the actual beginning of the game. So um, this next episode and we'll probably either have that happen or um, lead up to it in some way uh, but I've got plans for what's going on just gotta hammer it out but anyway I have found in my travels and, and honestly I haven't bought every house but I'm talking about houses here so if you don't want to know about houses fast forward a bit but I have found that the best house is the Whiterun house. And tell me if I'm wrong. I'm a hardcore alchemist. I've told you about my affinity for feather potions and or fortify carry weight potions, whatever they're called. But I make a buttload of potions. And I do not want to have my storage facility a long way away from my potions. The alchemy lab in the Whiterun house has an apothecary satchel 
right there. And so you just dump all your crap into this little leather bag and it's all right there. In the other houses, there's not even a chest nearby. Now you've got to walk halfway through your house with all these flowers and bug parts and shit just to mix your potions. I think that's ridiculous. And then smithing, I am not going to be carrying a hundred damn ingots of ebony. See, Whiterun has a very close proximity to the smith. So you just walk out and basically I just whirlwind sprint right down to the blacksmith and then I can make all my blacksmithy shit and then crawl back home with, you know, 19 suits of armor. There's got to be more storage spaces next to these stations, you guys. And, and maybe that's like a design thing. Maybe they plan it, well, we don't want you just grinding out armor. Well, no, I want to grind out armor because I want to sell it and I want to make some money and I want to boost my skills. And see, another thing, this is kind of bordering on spoilery, but dragon, dragon scale armor. I worked my first playthrough. I'm on my second now. My first playthrough, I maxed out my uh, armorer skill because I wanted to make some dragon bone, dragon scale armor. So I worked tirelessly at the forge, and the sweat from my brow was dripping into the molten steel. And boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. And I perked myself all the way up to dragon bone armor. And so I made this. I was a light armor dude. So I made this whole suit of awesome dragon scale armor and then I enchanted the crap out of it just fortify light armor skill fortify feather fortify this blah, blah, blah. and it's just a badass set of enchanted smith to the nines dragon scale armor and I'm walking down the street like the badass that I am and this freaking highwayman with a war hammer killed me in two hits some bald dude wearing fur armor and he had like an iron war hammer and he went popped me two times on the head and I was dead. So what the hell is the point of having a full set of dragon body encasing my body if some dude with a hammer is going to kill me? So big letdown on the um, the smithing skill. I, I was not really fond of that. However, Daedric weapons are pretty badass. I, I have to admit they're pretty badass. I don't know what it is with me. I'm, I'm, I still haven't finished the main quest. Uh, I've started it. I've dipped my toe in the main quest, and then I got sidetracked, and I started doing Thieves Guild. Then I felt guilty in Thieves Guild because I'm inherently a good guy. I can never play Sith when I'm playing a Star Wars game, just because I, I some basic good guy mentality that I have. Where was I going with this? Oh, Thieves Guild made me feel guilty, so I kind of stopped doing that. I kind of went pretty far on the main quest and just kind of, eh, but mostly I'm just walking around picking flowers and going into holes in the ground and beating the crap out of things. And that's pretty much all I do. And I spend like a week and a half doing that. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wasn't I supposed to meet someone in some tavern? Some, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Phone's ringing. I'll be right back. Yeah, that happens. Uh, sometimes that happens about every two hours all night long. So. Bear with me with the episodes. <laughs> so anyway, I, I've got a very helter-skelter mission strategy with regard to my Skyrim characters. Pretty much reliably, I will be an archer, uh, an alchemist archer, uh, a badass alchemist archer, really. A very It got to the point, when my first character got to the point where I would literally kill a dragon in two hits from my bow. A critical strike with poison, and then finish him off with you know another hit. It wasn't even a challenge. I mean, it was cool momentarily, 
But then you get those dragon bones, and I've got this pathological need to haul the dragon bones back home. And they're freaking heavy. And so, you know, fortified carry weight, that doesn't help. So then I'm picking and choosing among my weapons. I'm not going to build anything out of these stupid bones. I should just leave them there. But I'm very OCD, I guess. Well, I am in, in, in real life. If you ever watched um, The Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper is a lot like me, except for sex. I, I get some sex. Um, good sex, too, I might say. But... Um, yeah, I'm very neurotic and, and very funky about, like, if I watch the first movie of a series, I'm compelled to watch the remaining, and I've gotten better with that. With the book, one of my favorite books of all time was Dune, Frank Herbert's Dune, and I shouted out to that in uh, one of the episodes or two, and I was compelled to read all six books every year, and the first one was the good one and then they just kind of went downhill from there uh, but I, I just kind of had to plod my way through all six books and so that was challenging but um yeah i've got a lot of little niggling weird things going on with with me again it's it's the artist thing we're weird freaking people <laughs> artist <laughs> oh god so I, I'm thinking the next episode will probably drop in February, probably mid-February. Uh, if it doesn't come by then, please don't get mad at me. I will be working on it. I will be thinking about it. I will be working stuff off as best I can. Uh, and I will try to get these things out to you. Uh, I, I can't promise the schedule will be regular, but I can promise that you will have at least a little fun listening to them. So um, please bear with me keep listening keep enjoying keep sharing with your friends keep leaving me messages on itunes i god i love those damn things zapatos is a hit people are liking zapatos so muchas gracias to everyone who has enjoyed our little spanish cat um, someone pointed out in a review that zapatos means shoes in spanish and that was intended because boots was taken Boots in boots so that's why he's named zapatos and for all intents and purposes, the Spanish language is now um, Khajiit language. It's Khajiitish, or Khajiiti? Is it Khajiit? I think it's Khajiiti. Uh, that's el español. So he'll uh, be kind of like a Ricky Ricardo throwing in some Spanish every now and then. Just assume that it's Khajiit. Anyway, say hi to me on Twitter. My uh, username is Enrokeeg on Twitter, or you can email me at keegsquest at enrokeeg.com and I will spell this out because a lot of people say the email doesn't work when in fact it actually does it's keegsquest k-e-e-g-s-q-u-e-s-t all one word at the little curly q thing enrokeeg y-n-r-o-h k-e-e-g dot com c-o-m and that's my email and every time someone tells me the email doesn't work, I email myself and say, dude, does it work? And then I reply to myself, yes, dude, it works. Again, I'm a weird dude, but the email does at least occasionally work. So, yeah, I guess that's it for this one. Um, in the next episode, I might be trying something a little different. It may work, it may not. Every time I do one of these things, I try something a little bit different. And sometimes it doesn't work, like the fight scene a couple episodes ago. And the, the horrendous 
General Tullius impression. Oh my god. I thought I was doing such a badass job, and then I watched an episode of Battlestar Galactic. I'm like, oh my god, dude, you sound nothing like this guy. Actually, I know what happened with the General Tullius voice. And this is somewhat embarrassing to admit, but I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I was, of course, trying to imitate Michael Hogan, but if you've ever noticed, um, Michael Hogan shares kind of a vague resemblance to John McCain, and I think what I was doing was doing a John McCain impression. In my mind, he had a little peach-colored patch over his eye, and it was Michael Hogan, but in real life, it sounded absolutely nothing like Michael Hogan at all, except for this. He does this a lot. So yeah, I screwed that up. It's, it's totally McCain. The difference being that, that McCain has more of a, an old manny that he, he talks kind of like this, you see. He, he's, he's got the old man S's. He pronounces his S's like this. Whereas Michael Hogan is he's more sullivan. But he's, he's also got a deeper voice. He, he's got a voice like this. You see, I'm getting my S's all messed up. And it's horrible. Horrible. I just, I fracked, I fracked the whole thing up. General Tullius will now be portrayed by my impression of John McCain. Kind of screwed that up. But my Ulfric Stormcloak voice is getting better, I think. I'm working on it. So that could be fun. Or it may not. I don't know. Uh, I've got a few impressions I'm thinking about doing in the upcoming episodes, and I'm not at all confident in that. Uh, I think I'm going to be having to get some more actors on board with this. Just because I, I can't do every single voice in The Elder Scrolls. I mean, it's just... I, it's not... Sometimes you realize that, you know, dude, you can't really do it by yourself. I'm going to try my damnedest to do it, but for the life of me, I cannot do a girl voice. I mean, I, I tried all manners of digital trickery, and uh, it just sounded like a deep-voiced dude with a pitch shifter. It's like, hello, how are you doing? I'm a girl. It just didn't work out right at all. So, yeah, I might have to give away a little bit of my baby. But anyway, um, keep tuned in. Keep sending in reviews. Keep telling your friends. Thank you. Love you all. Hope to talk to you soon. Bye.